Hello, it's Mark Geller. I'm from BeatPronies.com and welcome to my second podcast, uh, which is now available on iTunes and at BeatPronies.com. Uh, before we start, I just want to talk about some updates that we've just done to the website at BeatPronies.com, uh, including we now officially have the privatist, if that's even a word, uh, community where you can join. It's on Facebook. We've got a bit of a secret group name. And it's a closed group as well. So if you find the link on the website uh, or it's on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash beatperonies, you'll find the link on there. Uh, loads more details again at beatperonies.com. My name is Mark Geller. Uh, my second podcast, I'm a, I'm a little bit nervous because this week we made it onto iTunes as well. And it's really scary because if you just type the word peronies, we actually come up near the top. So uh, I probably got more listeners to this podcast uh, than I've ever had before because I used to do a bit of radio. But anyway, that's that's another story. First of all, uh, I'm going to talk about the journey of when I was first diagnosed with peronies disease. It started about, gosh, it's, it's getting on two years now when I first noticed strange things were happening down there and first of all just like everybody else i just completely ignored it i ignored them uh, for maybe two two to three months and hoping that it would go away uh, but basically the curve started to get a little bit worse on my my penis uh, to a point where i thought actually i really really need to do something i did at this point self-diagnose myself on the internet as you do uh, google told me that i had peroni's disease and i was like i've never never heard of it so uh, this, this podcast is about peroni's if you've come here to find out more information about the drink you're in the wrong place uh, we're talking specifically about peroni's disease so self-diagnose myself and found myself googling home treatments didn't really want to go to the doctors of, co of course i didn't i'm a i'm, I'm a bloke uh, i didn't really speak about it to anybody and the last thing i wanted to do is go to the doctors and drop my trousers so that was definitely not going to happen uh, so i found a couple of traction devices on the internet and pumps spent about 500 dollars 500 pounds on uh, on a couple I did andropenis and size genetics uh, and started to try to wear these devices, but it didn't. It didn't work out. I just, I just didn't get on. The idea is that you wear these devices for quite a long time. In in some instances, maybe six, seven hours per day, uh, to to make a difference. And it just hurt me so much uh, because when you wear them for more than maybe two or three hours, I, I just, I just couldn't get on with it. Anyway. I persevered uh, and went eventually to the doctors. It, it wasn't a great trip to the doctors. The first time that I went, uh, I was a little embarrassed. So I went into a walk-in centre, actually a, a sexual health clinic in Leeds and explained to them that I had some bumps on my penis, uh, that it's curved. And I think that I had Peroni's receptionist said, you've got what? Uh, and I had to write it down. Then what happened is they all, they all looked at this piece of paper and I was called into the back room and, and actually told by the nurse at this clinic that they'd never actually heard of Peroni's disease. I was like, all right, good start. Uh, come back next week when consultant's going to be here. So it, it already took a lot of courage to go to, to the consultants, to the NHS walking centre. And uh, I waited for a week thinking, you know, getting a bit of anxiety, if I'm honest, what's going to happen when I go next time? Are they going to have to drop my trousers? Do I need to uh, get an erection? I just, I just didn't know. And it was very, very scary. So went back a week later, sweaty palms, uh, to be told by the consultant there that, oh, actually, you know, we don't treat Piranha's disease here. Oh, 
great. Uh, so please book an appointment with your GP. So by this point, I think maybe I was getting on four or five months after I'd first noticed. Uh, and so booked the appointment at the GP, uh, went down, had, had a, had a. in fact, this was the first time uh, that anybody had had, had a look. Uh, he had a little feel and, and said, yep, it's prone his disease. We need to book you into the consultant. So this was, again, an, another two months. So by this time, I'd actually had, it had been five months since I got Peroni's disease, uh, since I'd first noticed it until I got my first consultant visit. One thing that I did during that time is I persevered uh, with traction devices. Again, it was it was a real big struggle, quite demoralizing because I just couldn't get on with wearing the device and, and it just really hurt, that's all. Anyway, went to my consultant's visit. Uh, they did the investigation, did a simulated erection, which I was very nervous about. I was like, how are they going to do that? Are they going to stick a finger up my bum? I just, I just didn't know. Uh, it turns out, turns out it was quite a painless injection uh, that simulated an erection and they were just able very quickly to confirm the curvature uh, and length so on and so forth and he said come back in another six months so I was like six so that would be actually getting on 11 months since I'd first noticed it he explains to me that he wanted to see it stabilise before they did any treatment options. Uh, they gave me a treatment option to either do an operation or potentially to have Zyflex, but because Zyflex isn't on the NHS, uh, they'd need to apply for funding. So that 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 funding process actually took another six, seven, eight, nine months uh, to come through, which was very stressful because it was just a wait and there was no way that I wanted to have any surgery because one of the outcomes is surgery was that you lose length and that is certainly what I didn't want to do. The advice that I got from the consultant was to do nothing, to, to, to just wait. Because uh, it's because they said that it needs to stabilize. So before any treatment continues, just just wait. I was like, really? I'm not going to do that. I'm, I am absolutely not just gonna gonna wait. And I'll, I'll tell you why, it's probably one of the best decisions that I made. Number one, number one, I'd already been using traction on and off for the last three to four months and noticed a decrease in the curvature. And also number two, I'm a bit of a control freak. So there's absolutely no way I could have just waited for another six months to see what happened. So it was already out of my hands because I had to wait to see if I was gonna get Zyflex treatment. The emotional support was zero, may I add. Like, and 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 actually, it was really, really, really stressful. You know, it impact it impacts me physically and emotionally. And on another podcast, I'll talk about how I managed to get through the emotional aspects of this. But mainly, let's focus now on the fact that he told me to wait. If I would have waited, if I would have waited and not done anything myself, the curve would have been a lot worse. I, I actually know this from experience because I sort of went for it a little bit more. I really got committed into in the traction devices for maybe the next two to three months, by which point I did start to lose my mojo a little bit. The, I got probably the curve down to around 30%, and I just thought, you know what? It's not that bad now, so I'm just going to stop. I've still got four or five months probably until I go back to the consultants, but 30% is not bad. And I stopped and I just I just thought, you know what, sod this. It's a lot of effort. It's taken over my life, which it did. It does. When you try when you're trying to do those devices, you can get a little bit obsessed with it. And I did. But I stopped and I stopped and during the month that I'd stopped, there was a significant increase back. Within maybe two to three, even four weeks during that period, uh, my curve went from 
20 to 30 percent to 50 to 60 percent and it was at that point when I knew that I had to get back onto it I had to get back onto those traction devices because doing what I've been told medically was wrong because now even thinking about it if I hadn't have started doing traction at the start then probably I would now be in a situation where it was getting to 60, 70%. And actually, I've had loads and loads of messages on Facebook and via email as well about people who've done nothing and got curvature at maybe 70, 80, even some instances up to 90%. So I'm, I'm telling you now, 100% take control take control, use traction devices. And, and I, by this point, spent nearly maybe five, six hundred pounds on traction devices. And, and then I tried another one, which I completely got on with, uh, which was called the Philosophy Forte. More details on the website at beatpronies.com, uh, which was just amazing. Uh, absolutely fantastic because I could wear it and I got on with it. It had a different type of head, uh, the way that it holds the penis uh, compared to the andropenis and the size genetics. So advice, okay, number one, Floss and Forte, uh, details at beatpronies.com. Number two, use traction. Go against medical advice. Just keep doing and take that control. Where I am now uh, is I then eventually, and it's, again, it took four or five, maybe even six months to get confirmation that I was actually going to be accepted for Zyflex injections. I, in, in the end, I ended up just emailing nearly every week because I was told it was going to be two months till the decision was made, three months, four months, five months. And I just didn't hear anything. And then out of the blue, uh, at the end of 20, 2018, I got confirmation that I'd have my first Zyflex injection in March 2019, which I did have. Uh, and we'll do another podcast about the Zyflex injections a little bit later on. So main message, okay? And I'm so sorry. And this is the aim of this full podcast today. Take control. Do not wait. I'm a control freak and, and, and I've got to do that. Just honest, personal experience. If you want more details, you can email me, mark at Peronis. Put a dot just before the E and the S at the end. That's mark at Peronis, dot before the E and the S. Uh, more details again on our website at beatperonis.com. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Oh, by the way, as well, don't forget as well, our private community is online Go to the website, Beat Peronis, click on the, the link for our private community. It does take you through to Facebook. Uh, there is a private group on there. You can click on it. It'll ask you a couple of questions. Uh, what does PD stand for? Peronis disease. Uh, and what does uh, BP stand for? Beat Peronis. You'll get in there. Uh, the group is called Beat PD, uh, and it's a closed group, so nobody will see what, what the content is. See you soon. Thanks, thanks a lot, and I'll speak again in a few weeks. Take care. Bye.